Hey everybody, welcome back to Lessons Learned, the podcast where we aim to turn our experiences into your wisdom. I'm Randy, here today with Chris, Jared, Joe, and Talon, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about New Year's resolutions, and we're going to touch back on an episode from a few weeks ago where I talked about my SMART goals, but Chris will take us into that. Chris, go ahead. Thanks a lot, Krampus. What's up, guys? It's Chris. So yeah, we're talking about uh, some New Year's resolutions and touching back on Randy's SMART goal. Uh, It's only a few days, guys. 2020 is almost over. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> finally, bro. We made it through this year. We can make it through anything. Yeah, yeah. I might make it past 30 now. Who knows? <laughs> Dang! <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that's awesome. Like you, I have no like. I'm so excited that this year is over. 2021 is gonna be my bitch, but mm. it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be awesome, dude. Only good things from here out. So, with that being said, some other good news. Randy is going to talk about his smart goal and whether he made it or not. Ooh. Yup. Bets on he made it. I'm hopeful. Bet. I like Randy. He's cool. Well, <laughs> oh. well I don't thanks. want him to fail. Sometimes. Well, Sometimes he needs to take it a day off. Yeah, his know? mind races. Thanks. Yeah, my, yeah. If his body burned calories like his mind does. Oh, my God. He'd I'd be, be a, a st- god. Uh, <laughs> let's hear it all right so let's go back to week one so when i did my initial weigh-in and measurements and everything i was 36 and a quarter inches around my waist and i was 165 pounds final measurements bad, it's not that bad but it's not where i want to be okay um final measurements i put a little bit of an asterisk next to and i'll explain why in a minute but final measurements were 34 and a quarter inches and 160 pounds now nice yeah so now the reason i put the asterisk was because i measured yesterday morning and usually when i measure i do it first thing when i get up and get out of bed but i forgot to do it and then i went to the gym now mind you i still hadn't eaten anything but i did drink a lot of water while i was at the gym so I'm thinking I might have went up a little bit because actually the week prior I was 34 inches and 160 pounds. Damn, dude. And so actually you... the day before I weighed in at 158, but I didn't count that because it wasn't the weigh-in day. Gotcha. So you lost, what, what did you start at 36 and a half? Yeah, 36 and a half. And you're now at 34 and a quarter? Yeah. Asterisk. Wow. Yeah, yeah asterisk. 34 and a quarter asterisk. Nice, dude. Wow. And you only lost five pounds. Yeah, which I, I definitely crazy. put on some muscle, too. That's incredible, man. Yeah. That's, that's like That just proves to show how the human body works. Like, you only lost five pounds in more than in two inches. Well, yeah, two inches yeah. off your waist. Holy shit. Wow. Yep. And how long? Four weeks? Four weeks. Whoo, buddy. All right, so let's talk about how you did that, because I'm interested now. Like, how the hell did you do that? <clears throat> All right. What was your well, diet and what was your workout? So I'll start off by saying the goal was one inch. So that being said, I would have had to be at 35 and a quarter in order to get there over that amount of time. 35 and a half. Or, uh, well, no, because 36 and a quarter was the initial measurement. Oh, so then I got backed up then. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so I hit that in the first week. Damn. But. Wow. Yeah. Um. You know, this is where this is where it gets kind of tricky because, you know, your body is weird. You don't know, like, I may not have 
initially measured in that high, like realistically, like, you know, who knows, I might have been bloated that day for some reason, or, you know, maybe retaining water, maybe I drank a lot of water the day before. So I, I like not to take away from what I did, because I do still think it was good. And I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys saw the pictures where I, I did update pictures. And, um, you know, you can see the difference. But oh, even yeah. oh, still, yeah. like, that's just something to kind of keep in mind, especially like now, especially for someone who's going forward and say that you measure in, you know, at one measurement and then go up the following week. It doesn't necessarily mean that you went up. It could just be an, an external factor. True. So that's why, that's why, going up. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why, like, I, I talk, I know I talked to you guys after the first week and I was like, hey, guess what? I hit the goal already. But that's why I was kind of like, now it's about consistency. Right. Yeah, and really, awesome. and really, that's what the whole thing boiled down to was consistency, and that's when I really started seeing the bigger results. Like the first two weeks, I really didn't get to the gym as much as I wanted to. Um, it was really more about the diet. So as far as yeah. diet goes, my you know, and we talked about this. My goal was to cut out a lot of, oh, excuse me, uh, to cut out a lot of the processed sugars, and that was probably the biggest part of it. I I cut out. You know, the good majority of the processed sugars I was eating. How was that? Was that pretty easy to do? After the first week, the first week was a little tough. And actually the first week I kind of got a little bit of a late start. Like I didn't really start anything until Wednesday that week. Yeah. Um, but the first week was tough, but then honestly, like this is again, like what Chris was saying is crazy about the human body is once you start getting into those habits, then that's what your body wants. Like you start eating, you know, vegetables and start eating bananas and fruits and stuff like that. And then next thing you know, when you're craving something, it's you're craving something that your body needs, not like chocolate. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so Tro- what processed sugars were you eating then that, that you cut out? Or you- it was really mostly, you know, like chocolates and candies. People bring that kind of stuff into my work all the time. So cookies, chocolates, cakes, Donuts. Stuff like that. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, donuts. So that's what made it tough was because I'm around that stuff all the time because people are always bringing it in. Yeah, I hear that. I'm usually a sucker. I'll usually grab one. I'm yeah, sucker. exactly. <laughs> uh, the other reason I, I think my measurements might have gone up slightly the final week was it was Thanksgiving week. So I did go out for like I Thanksgiving was, dinner. Yeah, and... I was about to ask about that because I know you had to work through Thanksgiving. I was wondering if you uh, yep. went all in. Yeah, I went a little bit all in. But then I did uh, an intermittent fast the day after Thanksgiving for like 15 hours. Nice. Or actually, no, it might have been longer than that. It might have been like, no, I was like 18 hours that one. Damn, dude. Hmm. That's crazy. Which I'm glad you brought up Thanksgiving uh, just real quick because sure. uh, unless you're like an athlete and you like you rely on your health and your fitness for work and income, I don't think it's worth it to kind of like sacrifice um, for your physical well-being during the holidays because then like your mental and your uh, like connection with your friends and family that's definitely going to take a hit because you're right. so obsessed with your physical health and eating well. Yeah. So yeah, be right. and take a day off. That was just a real quick interjection. Like, no, no. Uh, and unless you do it for work or something, don't. Right. You know, and let me, let me, let me also be clear on that. More important than my gains. Yeah. <laughs> for one or two days Joe. during the holidays. Yeah. I've seen you, Joe. 
you lack all the gains. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, so out. yeah, dude, Randy, that's that's awesome, man. Like that. Yeah. And this is such a good. Um, it's almost like a. It's a. It's almost like you did your New Year's resolution already, and this is good for people listening because now they know, like, shit, I can lose two inches off my waist in a month, right? Easily. Yeah, and let me be clear here too. Like, as far as the diet goes, it's not like I completely cut out everything that was bad for me. I still ate plenty of stuff, you know, I still had like an occasional like cookie or something here and there. I was just a lot, I had a lot more self-control about it. Like when I went back and had a cookie, I didn't go back and have four. I had one. <laughs> you need a whole and bag a lot of, of it was Doritos. Stuff like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I would have a couple chips, not the whole bag. Like, it's like I still, after a bodybuilding competition, like, like when they eat donuts and cookies, Randy's going to be in the back of the physical therapy place just like chowing down on a whole box of donuts House and like all in the corner stuff. in the yeah. shadows <laughs> time to add two inches back yeah, yeah. And i so, have a quick question for you randy sure because this goal technically it was just a short-term goal for you because like long term didn't you want to like kind of incorporate this diet more into your life and just like start working out more and everything so isn't this just like one step yeah this was kind of just like the first step the first month uh, I thought a month would be a good time frame as far as like for us to follow along with. Um, but this is something that I do want to continue with. And my overall goal is to lose, you know, a couple more inches. And like I said, I, I'm not too worried about weight because I figure as I gain muscle, weight's going to go up anyway. So it doesn't matter. But I just thought it was also good to still track it. Yeah, man. That's dope. Now... Yeah. But I mean, I think all went pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Well, and we'll have posted, by the time you guys hear this, we'll have posted updates and progress pictures and all of his solo recordings from each week he weighed in and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, like, I kind of want to just real quick a little bit talk about, I think, why I succeeded with some of the things and why some of the things were a little bit of a failure in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to start with, I think, what, I would call my biggest failure as far as the whole thing goes. And that was the exercise portion. Cause I really didn't get into a solid exercise routine until the last week. Really? Why do you think that is? I think because going to the gym is not convenient. Hmm. Okay. So you may have been had a lapse in focus and discipline. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You know, it was because it was trying to go, you know, I have to go after work. I have a tough schedule with my work schedule. So a lot of times it's like, I don't really want to go to the gym at eight o'clock at night. Right. So, you know, that was kind of my biggest failure, but I got into a good routine the last week that I really want to try and stick with best I can, you know, also assuming gyms don't get closed back down. But yeah, so. That was pretty much, I'd say that was my biggest failure. And then I think why I succeeded was really just, I said it before, consistency. Yeah. If you, I think if as you long maintain as you that it, diet, maintain that self-control, like, yeah, that's good. And again, it gets easier. As long as you stay consistent with it, it gets easier. Like the more you, you say, oh, I can have this, like I did really good this week, I can have a cookie, or I did really good today, I can have a donut. That's the kind of stuff that, pushes you that pushes you back because then it turns into two and three and four of those things you know it's more. it's about just keeping it consistent you know i think more so when you're talking about 
uh, earlier you were talking about eating a cookie and stuff like that, sort of like self-sabotaging behavior. I feel like that stuff definitely compounds. So say you have one cookie and you aren't disciplined and you aren't focused on your goal, then you're going to have four more cookies. And the same goes, the same goes for healthy habits, you know? So you go to the gym or even something as little as brushing your teeth or eating one good meal in the morning. That yeah. stuff compounds. So and that once you definitely... start to perform, once you start to like go to the gym and you go to the gym like twice a week, uh, you'll start to go to the gym more. Or if you start to eat a healthy meal and feel good, you'll generally start to do that more often. So developing that good, healthy habit is uh, is what it's all about staying focused and disciplined. Yeah. And that was definitely the, like a big transformation with myself that I saw where, you know, I would have that one or two cookies and then that would change day to day where to, to the point where I didn't even really want it anymore. Right. Right on dude. Oh yeah, brother. We'll give you a, he did it. Put it in. And, uh, what? What? (laughs) Oh, Uh, wait. (laughs) Oh, I get it now. I get Uh, it. (laughs) Cut cut that out. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) All right. So Randy's Randy. Uh, so and I'm sure that'll continue. And now we could talk about New Year's resolutions. And since it's you know, we're like what, five days away from New Year's, if I did my math correctly. It's crunch time. Well it's past crunch time. It's preparation time. It is prep time. Get in those last few cookies while you can. Oh god. Yep. <laughs> New Year's. The gyms are about to be packed and then shut yeah. back down. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Maybe sit down with a cookie while you're writing your New Year's goals. Yeah. So you feel preparing. guilty. Yeah. Self-shame. Have some cookies and milk and <laughs> Yeah. Then you're done. So how to stick with New Year's resolutions and how to plan them. We've talked about this with the smart goals, like how to stay with it and how to make your goals obtainable, right? Mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions, I feel like people always just go too far. Like they set such a big goal. Yeah. It's tough. So I would say start with a smaller goal, something you can do within a month, and then maintain that good habit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people do set huge goals, and I don't think they're always unobtainable like people think. You know, there are some goals that, you know, like seven-year goals that you can accomplish in seven months. You just need to go about it in the correct fashion. Right. So a lot of people lose track. And that's because they have a goal. They really do want it. They have this desire and a need to fulfill this goal. But one of the things that helped me the most was finding a mentor. Who was your mentor? Uh, so me. actually, I don't remember his name <laughs> because he was only a good mentor in this one aspect of my life. So fitness. It was this huge fitness. Team. Oh, you don't remember Arnold? How could you not remember his name? <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, I did look up to Arnold. You know, I mm. do have the encyclopedia to bodybuilding. I got that of course you a do. couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, you can say it. I know you look up oh, to yeah. me now. It yeah. was Randy, actually. It's no, the beard. So That's right. to talk about this, um, I want to talk about how I really got into fitness. Um, I feel like this is important to tell this story so you can get a real understanding of how I did it. So back in 2015, um, I was on my first deployment. And that was uh, the first time I actually got into a fitness routine where I stuck to it. You know, I had worked out before, like in high school and stuff, I'd work out for like 30 days at a time. I would do small workouts and everything. And, you know, I didn't have, like I played sports, but I didn't have that one sport 
that kept me to my physical routine. Um, I did orienteering when I was younger and I had a passion for that, which is basically a combination of trail running and map reading. And I actually competed on a national level for that. But then we lost funding for our program, so we stopped doing it. So then I lost that outlet. So I really had no, I had no, like nothing pushing me to, uh, to excel in my, in like a physical sport or anything like that. But then in 2015, on my first deployment, I was just like looking around at all these dudes in the desert and they were all like working out and happy and buff. And I was like, man, I can promise you you none of them were happy. (laughs) Yeah. They might not have been happy, but I saw people like hanging out in the gym and like lifting weights and like, you know, having conversation and everything. Yeah. And I was like, man, I want that. So I started hanging out with a couple people. Um, Busky was one of them. You probably know him. And we started, you know, I just started working out with them and they were putting up so much more weight than me. Um, and then they left. So I'm like, okay, well, I've been working out with them for two weeks and that transition. Now you're the top dog. (laughs) Or he's the bottom bitch. Oh Uh, yeah. More like the latter, honestly. (laughs) So I, you know, one good thing that came out of weightlifting is I'm an introvert. So it gave me something to do on my own. And, um, you know, I, I didn't have to be part of a team sport to excel at it. So I started like reading magazines and looking at, you know, people on Instagram. And there's this one dude, he was kind of like Greg Plitt, except he wasn't Greg Plitt. Um, but he was super buff and did all these athletic workouts and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I want to do this. So that's that's when I like the flip switched for me. I was like, you know, I want to look what? like this. Wait, 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 the flip what? switched. The, what? The, 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 the switch flips. There you go. Don't edit that out. Keep that in. Uh, Please edit that, that in. We're, we're going to keep it rolling. Flip Classic. switch. You know, nobody's like, perfect. Wait a second. I thought he messed up. Like, what? No, nobody's perfect. Okay? I was not no, even going to comment. Sorry. You were on such a good roll. Continue. <laughs> so uh, getting back to the story. Um, yeah, I, I started to sort of like emulate the workouts that he was posting online and everything. And, you know, I was out there for a hundred days and I had kept this routine for 90 days and I noticed some huge differences and, you know, it takes what, 30 something days to form a habit, like 32 or whatever, 28. I don't know. Something something like that. Um, Yeah. But I was just disciplined and I also had a lot of time to kill. Nothing but. But I was focused on this. I'm like, okay, I want bigger shoulders. I want a bigger chest. I want to be able to see my arms. And at the time, I was maybe like 165 pounds. Um, I'd gained some muscle over the years just from like being in track and doing some small workouts, like body weight workouts and stuff. Um, but then I think at the end of that deployment, I was 180, 185. And it was a lot of it was muscle because I lost a lot of weight and I put on a muscle. And that was after about three months. So you said you were 165 and 185. That's 20 pounds. Yeah. It took me a while to do that math. Easy math. <laughs> but, yeah, man. And so that's crazy. What math? So hard. I mentioned making, like, achieving a seven year goal in seven months. And that's because when I came into high school, okay, rewinding, I was 140 pounds. When I left high school, I was 160. And. That was like 20 pounds of muscle, a little bit of fat, but it was a lot of muscle because I was doing body weight workouts. And that was also a four year time period. 
And during this deployment, I gained 20 pounds and it was only three months. So depending on how focused and disciplined you are, uh, that can make a big change in your life. So did you have, had you done the research, like as you're out there, did you do research on how to like maximize the effectiveness of this? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. So I was doing a lot of bro science, you know, Hell this guy, yeah, protein. this, this guy that I was following, I, I seriously do forget his name. I don't remember his name Oh, it's because he's not actual bro because science, he's yeah. no, uh, he's, he's a good role model in like a physical aspect. Cause he's like ripped and has a, makes money doing this and everything, but I don't like him as a person now looking back at it. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I followed like his regiment and everything, you know, I started getting protein. So I started like drinking protein shakes and stuff, uh, not getting too overboard with it. But then I also got good sleep and I stayed consistent and I stayed consistent with the basics of uh, a workout program. And that got me results. Hell yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Look Plus, at you now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you're still small, but yeah. at least you weigh a little bit more. He's yeah, big. So small. basically the kidding. big, the big point of the story is, you have a goal and seek advice, seek wisdom from someone who has achieved it before. Someone who walks the walk and talks the talk, you know? Oof, oof. So it flips the switches. Yeah. Try switches you know, and flips. Especially in today. We're all so connected through social media and everything. And Google. You can Google someone who's achieved what you want to accomplish. They've done it already. Yep. So it's just like seek wisdom from that. You don't have to go on this path blindly. Sure, you're gonna you're gonna get some like face some ruts on the way, and you're gonna go your own path. But at least you'll have someone to emulate yeah. while you're doing it. Yeah, I like that advice because why why make things more difficult when you can take advice from someone that, like you said, are, has already done it before. Yeah, like that way. I mean, you're not gonna get quite as blindsided in your path of reaching that goal or something like that. Right, right. And just like this podcast, you'll find someone who's overcome failure on the way to achieving whatever you want to achieve and learn from them yeah that is awesome so yeah. i mean that's two stories of physical aspects uh i think like i said 2020 is coming to an end that that year sucked yeah um yeah, so i want to talk awful. mentally 10 out of 10 wouldn't recommend yeah <laughs> just skip the year Fuck that man um i've rebounded pretty well and i want to talk about that for a little bit because I feel like a lot of people struggled this year. And so like I had the breakup, I had the deployment. Well, let me reverse that order. Deployment, then breakup, then grandfather passing. And then on top of all in the midst of lockdown. Yeah. So it was a rough year, but I'm finally happy again. And I'm finally like moving forward with my life. And I think I'm back to where I was before all of that shit happened. You know, 2019. What a good year that was. Oh my God. Bring it back. (laughs) um but yeah so i've been busy i've been keeping myself very busy i've been reading i've been exercising uh it's just this mental aspect man it's you'll get through it it's tough i didn't think i would but i did and it's just hanging out with friends talking to people reaching out you know not being afraid to ask for help i mean i've reached out to you guys multiple times just like no matter what hour of the day it was i reached out so it's nice to have that support system And so just don't forget that, like you have that going into 2021 and go into it with a mindset of like, I'm going to kick its ass. Like this is my year. Mm -hmm. It's my decade. It's my life. 
I'm going to make it great. So that's how I'm looking at things now. I'm not, I'm not looking at three years down the road. Like I can't predict the future. I'm just going to get stressed out if I do that. But I wake up tomorrow. I've got a plan to eat healthy, go to the gym early, and then boom, that's a successful day as it is. Yeah. So what I'm doing now is my routine is uh, I'm waking up, you know, eating breakfast, going to the gym, and now I'm studying for a promotion. So that's like Jared said, I texted him the other day and uh, so yeah, I texted Jared. I was like, dude, I went to the gym today and like I'm going home studying and I texted him when I was done studying and he's, he texted me. He was like, dude, look at that. Like one good goal sets you up for such success for the rest of the day. Like you went to the gym early, you got a good meal and now you're studying like that's done. And then I, I forget what I was doing. Like I was reading or, or cleaning or something like that. And it just kept going. I read mm-hmm. like two chapters of the book. So like once you start your day right, it's yours. Yeah. Like, and I think that's important. So don't, yeah, don't like I said, I mean, you said it's good to have long-term goals, but in my opinion, make tomorrow count. Like when you wake up tomorrow, make that day count and then everything else will fall in place from there. Yeah. yeah. That's how I'm going about life right now. And it's, it's killing it. So take it. So, I mean, I kind of walked away for a bit, but so overall are you kind of just saying like take it day by day you want to be able to like end your day and be like i did good today like i accomplished what i wanted to accomplish yeah be and then proud we... of what you did that day yeah yeah mm, it's like that big thing it's like that episode of the office when joe is like well if you think you did a hard day's work and accomplished a bunch of stuff then you can go home and michael just turns around and walks back <laughs> <laughs> I, I just watched that episode yeah yeah For real yeah at the end of the day you know if if today was your last day would you be happy with the amount of work you put in yeah that work equity man most of us would say no <laughs> especially but, i had two chick-fil-a cookies last night like a fatty oh man but, and joe's proud. probably gonna have panda express in a little bit oh he's probably or, or he's taco probably had it for breakfast and lunch and dinner oh, last he's, night. he's slowly eating it right now yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like Damn joe, it. turn on your video <laughs> i've been exposed i mean i was so, out drinking i was also out drinking last night so that's not any help boy. hell yeah oh that's not healthy that's not healthy man I wanted to hit on something that you said about like your mental state and like your happiness, just kind of like going back to like how you were like maybe this time last year or something like that, or just like yeah. you're, you've gone back to normal. Yeah. And that's actually uh, like just a psychological um, like effect called the hedonic treadmill. Uh, what is it? It's called the hedonic treadmill. Hedonic? Hedonic. Hedonic? Hedonic. I've never heard of this. Because Link as, in the description. as humans, we're, we naturally kind of go back down to like a happiness baseline. So if good things happen in your life, yeah, you might feel happy for a little bit, but you always go back down. Yeah. And like it's it's been like uh for like amputees and stuff like that, you might think that they're unhappy or something like that. And maybe when that event happens, they might be depressed or something. But humans bounce back and we all end up at the same baseline. Really? Yeah. And I did a lot of research into this because like I mean, you know me, I'm big into finance and everything. And at the beginning of this year, I was like, How do I save money and everything like that? Like, how do I stop spending? Because, like, a lot of people, they get, like, that little dopamine hit, like, when they buy something big. It's like, oh, I got a new car. It's like, I got so happy with that. But at the end of the day, you just go back to that baseline. Like, lottery winners, like, they feel happy at the beginning. Then they, I mean, they feel exactly the same. Like, a year later, their life's exactly the same. Their life's not better. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. This is how humans work. I mean, we're not, we could say this, this should be a future topic, but depression, man. So, like, at what point do you become not depressed? I mean, some people are clinically diagnosed with that, right? But is there a line where eventually you get over it? You don't know. That's hmm. for a future episode. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know about that. Yeah. It makes sense, That's though, great. because, yeah, I feel great. I feel like 
my old self. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I'm putting in the work. Like we went out for a photo shoot the other day, me, Jared, and my buddy Jimmy, who I gave a shout out to. I think like last episode or something on the True Friends episode. What up, Jimbo? Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it was fun and just getting out and doing that stuff. And I keep trying to get Jared to buy a camera, but. Man, that's an investment I'm not sure I'm ready for. He's frugal. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so setting these goals day by day is my thing. And I think for New Year's, I'm just going to – I don't know what my New Year's resolution is going to be. I don't know. Anyway, Got you'll know when it hits you. It out. Yeah. Joey, what's your uh, – you got any New Year's resolutions, Joe, or like how are you going to go into the New Year? I've been quiet this episode, haven't I? Um, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm actually a little bit cynical when it comes down to New Year's resolutions, I'll admit. Um, let me explain. So I hate making a New Year's resolution because I think of it as why do you need a day to start a goal? Like if you really want to obtain something, you know, whether it be health, whether it be, you know, work related, anything like that, why are you setting it for just a single day. And I know some people like to say, oh, this is my starting point. It's like, well, start now. If you if you think you want to be dedicated to something, like start now. Don't wait for January 1st of next year to do something, you know, because I feel like that's already setting yourself up for failure because you're, it, it already seems like you're not dedicated because you have, like you're waiting to do something. You know, people in the gym, mm. like this is their, daily life the people who consistently go and work out like it is their daily routine and of course some people need a starting point but if you really want to be driven to succeed and actually you know uh you know again still gym for example if you really want to be healthy and actually you know lift a lot of weight or like kind of shred down some belly fat why do you have to wait to january 1st i know it sounds cynical but that's kind of the way i look at it no, I can I can understand that. I think for a lot of people, that. it could just be like maybe a good way for measurement. So like even if you look back at like Randy's goal, like he measured every single week. So like maybe that January 1st, it's like, hey, I want to reach this by the end of this year. And it's just like a good way. It's like, oh, it's the beginning of the year, like or like maybe at the beginning of a week or something like that. It's just like a good, good way to like measure your your progress when you start at like a day like that. I don't know. That's Not just only that, how like, I picture it. I, some people need that. I yeah. think what you said is great. <laughs> However... Think of it mentally too. Like, that's a that's a fresh start, man. Twenty twenty one, fresh start. Yeah, like, it's a renewal. Yeah, that's how right. I'm going about it. Like, yeah. like I said, I'm gonna make it my bitch. Like, boom, <laughs> deadline. Here we go. Some yeah. people need the deadlines. That's you know that's part of it for a lot of people where it's not just as simple as oh I'm gonna start right now. Like they need deadlines and they need timelines. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. For setting a baseline, absolutely. I I agree with that. You know, that's like. Again, like what you guys said with Randy is, you know, he started on this day. But again, not that I disagree with you either, Joe. I think what you said is spot on. But no, yeah. spot on. Yeah, mate. I think it kind of it kind of falls back on Joe's life lesson, though. Just send it. So like that's just truly what Joe believes. Yeah, like, like why yeah. why yeah, wait? He always says, send yeah, it. just why why wait for that when you like if you're <laughs> exactly. truly if it's something you want to do, just send it. Just, just send do it. it. Why do you bro. have to wait? Facts. Yeah. This guy's silly. He's still gonna send it. <laughs> I'm still so gonna think... go eat Panda Express. That's his <laughs> mantra. <in life. laughs> so the beginning of the year is. I feel like it's. Uh, you know, it's a state of renewal, of course, and also people live and plan their lives around these moments of elevation. So like holidays, you know, you think about the first quarter of the year. What there's, I mean, there's Easter, and aside from that, what else is there? 
Yeah. There's, there's not really anything, right? So to keep us sane as humans, we need to set these big goals. And I feel like that's why New Year's resolutions are so big because it's a state of renewal and reflection in our life to reflect on the last year and something to keep us busy wow. uh, during that kind of boring part of the the beginning of the year i've never thought of that before because yeah you're right yeah. because you leave this like high of like halt ha- like thanksgiving christmas oh, yeah. new year's like you're around family most likely or you're doing something fun you go from that high and then you just go down and it's just like oh it's january yeah. probably it's the like, worst worst month of the year it's like what you were just yeah, talking honestly. about uh yeah. with the moments of elevation and the depressions that follow look and at us wrapping it all back in like <laughs> we know what we're talking about <laughs> hell yeah what are you talking we, about we big we dumb. are not professionals in any sense no. of the word by the way <laughs> we're, we're just no. dudes um, no, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and that's like, I made a post on my photography page, shameless plug, but it was how I'm so happy during winter and how I love it. And I don't understand how people can't. Like, how, how do you not love it? Because you have all your holidays. My birthday is in November. So I have my birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. That's like, how do you, how are you, are you not taking, happy? So some no. people don't like the cold. Me? Other people yeah. don't like their families, which is a whole other problem in your life. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I don't you even never thought about that. that. <laughs> um, yeah, let's say you taking problem. shots at me, Chris. Come on. Oof. Oh, do you not? You not like the holidays in winter time? Oh no, I like the holiday. Like I have no problem with the holidays. I just don't like the winter time. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Well, but we've had this conversation. So well, you didn't not comment on, here, on my but... post and leave me an additional comment for my ratings, did you? Yeah, I did not. Oof. Should so... I just be like, uh, the winter time sucks? <laughs> 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 I think it's all how you look at it. Like I love it, and I make the best of it. I. I do winter sports. Uh, I I love dressing for it. Uh, I don't do. I just love it. I don't, I love the struggle. It's weird. All I want to do in life is have like a log cabin in Vermont with a bunch of snow and have to chop my own wood to stay warm. I don't know why that's appealing to me. And so some people that be like that fucking sucks. Like I just want to go to the beach and live with the windows open, and doors open, and just have that nice breeze air, breezy air, breeze air. That's not a term. Breeze air. But <laughs> I want to do all those things minus the snow. <laughs> i love the snow i will say though like yeah. i think um january and february are the worst because uh what talon was saying you know you've already passed all the holidays and everything so now you're just in the cold and darkness and i'm not gonna lie that darkness really affects your mental health i felt it last year really but, yeah no yeah. so that's bad. another thing is is going into january then keeping that mental state up yeah it's gonna for me it's the opposite like summertime does that to me but yeah, it's true. Is you need to find ways to stay happy and like hang out with people like me that enjoy it. And maybe you can find joy in it with them. Facts. Yeah. Find a friend mm-hmm. that goes uh, snowboarding. <clears throat> yeah, like me, Joey, Brandon, a couple of our friends that aren't on here. We're going snowboarding again. So we made it. We went for his bachelor party last year, um, and then we made it an annual trip. So now we're going again in two weeks. Hmm. By the time this airs, it'll be like four weeks past. But yeah, raffle. Well, two weeks, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I think it's important just to to set goals, like set set things you look forward to. Set intention. No. Pers- yeah. So personally, yeah. I instead of like New Year's resolutions, I like to look at like birthdays. That's just how I, I work with goals is like by oh. the age of like this age. It's like I want to com- be able to accomplish this. I don't know. It's, it's it, Personally, it's easier for me. So like by the age of like for, I'm 24 now. So like by the age of 25, I want to accomplish something or. I don't yeah. know. That's that's how I do goals, just because I think it's easier personally. Setting those milestones yeah. based on age. I like See, that. I like that, but that's what drives me crazy, and I'm sure it would drive other people crazy, because then you set yourself up for judgment. It's like, well, I'm 25, and I did, I'm did. i not here. Like, what the fuck? Well, the thing is, 
is he didn't say he's comparing himself to anyone else. No, he has a vision himself. for his life. I get mm-hmm. that, but you you asked me five years ago by <clears throat> age twenty seven, what are you gonna be? And I would have said married, maybe have a kid on the way. I'm gonna have a house. I'm not any of those things. So like to me, I judge myself based on my age. Like I'm gonna be thirty by the time I maybe even have a family. Like who fucking knows at what? this point? Okay, so I feel like <laughs> setting setting a goal to be married. Or have kids well, by a yeah, certain you age. You can't do that. It's definitely setting yourself up for failure because yeah. you're putting you're putting your expectations on something that's out of your control. Right. You can't control anyone else. That's, that's outside factors. Okay, good yeah. point. So, yeah. so you're talking about like stuff you can't control like financially or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's so talking like, about like faith, family, friendships, anything. work, yeah. money. So like for me personally, kids. it's like by the age of 25, I, wanna, I want my net worth to be like $100,000. And I set that goal. Whew. I set that goal at the like. This guy? <laughs> I set that goal <laughs> earlier this year because of COVID, and I had to re-enlist because financially I was like, I can't get out of the military and possibly find a job because of COVID, because of unemployment was so high and everything like that. But I don't want to ever be in that position again. So that's when I made that goal. By the age of twenty-five, I want a hundred thousand dollars net worth. That way, if I'm ever in that situation again, I could be like, you know what? I could live like three, four years without a job, perfectly fine. Yeah. Like I don't have to stress. I don't have to make that life decision where I have to sign my life away again for another four years. Yeah, for something that I might not necessarily want to do. So I made that goal, and by the age of twenty five, I want to hit that financially independent. Damn, man, dude. I like it. And I'll tell I you know. what. Right now, I have a quarter of that, uh, but in the next five years, I want to ten x that, man. Yeah. So I'm I'm speaking of mentors and goals. I'm seeking advice and uh, mentorship from Talon because he knows a heck of a lot more about. Uh, freaking finance than i do yeah so Mr. he's wanting to buy a house I'm looking now for that <laughs> yeah we're all gonna be so paying going into a blind money. Brain individual yeah damn talent take my money <laughs> just take my money Dude, i'll invest you know, in good four percent i don't i don't care no as we said from the very start of this podcast is he's he's the researcher man he knows what he's doing he yep. takes the time to to look at everything and make sound decisions off of that i have no doubt you'll get there oh yeah Oh, I'm already no, on this. I think, I, I, I think, think I might exceed it. that goal. Oh, I'm already, I'm already <laughs> at like 250000 It's no biggie. Yeah. Like, whatever. Jeez. And I, I personally, no, I, I, I reached NBD, out a little too know. far. And by the age of, I was like, by the age of 30, I want to be a millionaire. I'm just like, I don't know how to reach that. So I'm it's like, I'm not going to set interest, that. bro. Interest. Anyway, <laughs> back to New Year's resolutions. Just sticking with it. It's all about, what was it? The physical, mental, and, and spiritual, spiritual aspects yeah. of your life. So we only... Real quick, we only t- uh, touched on two of those. Yeah, because, uh, and I'll give you a reason. Well, we can talk about it. Spiritually, man, I'm sl- I'm slacking. I don't, well, yeah, it's I not know there for me. Not everyone believes in a God, right. you know? Uh, so spiritual can mean whatever you want it to mean. Right. However, um, I think, you know, when you're looking at a goal, you know, a New Year's resolution or whatever, the goal, like, just the idea of a goal is so broad that I think... Dividing your life into physical, spiritual, and mental really helps you kind of like find a balance in your life. And, you know, at one point in my life, I I didn't know about, you know, physical, mental, and spiritual. And I, all I knew was like physical. So I was putting 100% into that. And guess what happened? My marriage failed. So well, that's, wasn't really your fault, but yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a factor that played into it. Um, I think it's important to balance these three things. In order to, you know, be there successfully in your faith, for family, friends, your work, your fitness, your business, 
whatever it is, you know, I feel like it's important to find that balance between the three. So that's something to keep in mind when you're setting a goal for New Year's, you know? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, for sure. That you makes know, a lot right of now, sense. You can't be like struggling mentally or spiritually and just be like, I'm going to go to the gym and like just say like that's going to solve all your issues or something like that. You need yeah. you need that balance in life. You need, to, you need to tackle the problems that you're facing. Yeah, and you can't be failing mentally and spiritually and expect to be there 100% for your family, for your wife and your kids, you know? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so I like that because, you know, Brit Chris, I hope he's listening to this episode. We'll have him on as a guest one day. So you all can hear this smart British guy, but he told me once, this is, you know, a couple years ago when we're both doing some hood rat stuff, but he goes, you can't ever be sexually hood fit, shit. drunk fit or fit fit. You have to pick two out of three. <laughs> and it's so funny, dude, because <laughs> if you're drunk and having sex, you're not going to be physically active like you're not gonna be hitting the gym you just don't have time for it and you're gonna yep. be unhealthy Yo. and i think you can, you can do all the other you know uh combinations but it's so funny so i think it Wait. is true to find that balance between mental spiritual and physical i think that is possible unlike chris's yeah. analogy but <laughs> i think because i definitely lack in the spiritually aspect of it because i mean i do believe in god but I don't believe in going to church. I don't believe that's how you should live your life. Like you need to do that to be faithful. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that. So I think if I just live a good life, spiritually, I'm taken care of. Like be a good person. That's how I do my spiritually aspect. That hmm. doesn't make any sense. That's how I am a spiritual person. Um, and mentally, yeah, dude, it's just that fresh start, man. Just you, you got to have a positive outlook on life. You can't just dwell on the past and, like, if you dwell on the negatives, how are you ever going to move forward? You got to let that slide off your back and move forward and give it everything you got. Yeah. That's it. So when when you're uh, setting these New Year's resolutions uh, right now is to set that intention and develop, a, like, a strategy. You know, that's what you're supposed to do right now. And that way, yeah. once it comes time to actually perform – you're focused and disciplined and you'll achieve your goal. Yeah. As far as uh, a strategy goes, I think, and I think a big reason why I was successful to tie it back into my smart goal was, you know, I have no problem setting big goals, but set a big goal full of small goals. Yes. That's like taking what me, Joe and Talon all said and putting it together. Take it day by day, month by month and year by year. And you're going to get your goal. Send that. Real quick, real quick. Listen, uh, if you haven't listened to the video or uh, seen the video on YouTube, and I know I've mentioned this, I think, in a past episode, uh, Admiral McRaven does a speech for um, the Navy SEALs. Ah, yes. And uh, he, when he starts off with, you know, making, his bed. Uh, making your bed, do first thing you do during the day is make your bed because that way if you've accomplished nothing else throughout your day, you've accomplished one thing and you've made your bed and it sets you up to – make accomplishments through the rest of your day. Yeah. Start your yeah, day man. succeeding at something. And real quick, right. Chris, you talked about like how you're not very spiritual because you're not religious. Mm-hmm. But you also kind of said uh, some things like you believe in like being a good person and everything like that. And I think you can truly believe, like you can you can be a spiritual person without having a religion. Because if as long as you keep by like those ideals, as long as you keep by, I mean, by something, 
like you're holding yourself to a standard. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, that's like that's really what spirituality is, even when it comes to religion. Because True. you're thinking about like, and like, I mean, if you're Christian, you're thinking about like the, how you look in the eyes of God and everything like that. But like, yeah. Yeah, as long as you keep to your ideals and you keep to your beliefs, it doesn't matter what that is. That's that's true. that's all spirituality that's really. Good. is. That requires a lot of discipline and focus, man. Yeah. I tell you what, like I bet driving in traffic sometimes it's, <laughs> sometimes it's hard for you not to. <laughs> oh, dude, I hate flip someone shit. off. You know, Pet just thieves. like for me, you know, I one of my goals spiritually is to read my Bible every day. And you know, I know that every day the words aren't going to pop off the page and speak to me. You know, but. Having the discipline, like, okay, I'm going to open it up and I'm going to read it for 15 minutes a day. You know, maybe one of these days the words will pop out to me. Having yeah. that discipline, man. Yeah. Is, is that going to be our book recommendation? The Bible. The Bible. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> Just, <laughs> the Amazon the link. Bible. <laughs> I, I actually so, like to author, uh, read the Solely uh, Bible. Actually. God. Yeah, the Solely Bible. Well, I, was <laughs> I actually have that. There it is. <laughs> I, I, also, I also have it. <laughs> So yeah, so today's episode was a little all over the place, but it's in, it's on purpose because we want to talk about Randy Smarkle and how he's achieved it, and then some struggles we've gone through and how we're overcoming that, and how to look forward to the new year positively, and not setting lofty goals that you can't reach. Make it attainable, and start by making your bed every morning, and you'll reach your goal, and you'll reach the life that you desire. All right, guys, this has been Lessons Learned. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and go follow our other social media pages linked in the description from all of us here at Lessons Learned. Have a good day and see ya. See ya.